undercover Carson, secret agent. Operation Death Ray, an assignment in Rio. This seems to be the end of another long search. Perhaps my last. Across the valley, the mountainside is scorched. The once towering jungle, now a layer of ash. A monstrous weapon of war has at last shown its hand. And soon, perhaps I too will be destroyed. Therefore, as I pause before the final assault, I wish to record how I came to find this weapon. And I trust that my Indian servant, Angelo, may deliver it into safe hands. It's a story that takes in many parts of South America. There are women, there is gaiety. There's also mystery, loneliness, terror. I've traveled from the pulsating night spots of the cities across the silent pampas, slept in the whispering ruins of ancient temples, hacked my way through shrieking jungle. Now, I've come to desolation. And I can guess at the fate of the airliners that have vanished so mysteriously in these parts. Anyway, this is Bruce Carson, piecing together the fragments of Operation Death Ray. The more exotic part of Operation Death Ray began in a night spot just off Rua de Uvidor, one of Rio de Janeiro's most colorful streets. The Black Macaw, it's called, as South American as capsicums. I was there hoping to track down a former pilot in the German Air Force, the only man who could give me a start in my search. He was proving elusive, and the Black Macaw's wizened old Brazilian bartender was stonily ignoring all my attempts to strike up a conversation. But I had a way of dealing with such situations. I dragged a certain pipe from my pocket, filled it, then beckoned him over. You desired something, senor? Box of matches. <gasps> matches? You know, phosphorus. To light this thing. Oh, of course, senor. Uh, phosphorus. Came out with a box. Uh, must have left it somewhere. Here, senor. How much? Ten centavos. Yeah. Keep change. Muchas gracias, senor. Muchas gracias. No ban on pipes, I trust. Ben, senor. Smoking these things. Allowed? Oh, indeed, oh, indeed. Mm. Where you were uh, looking at it, began to think it might not be the right thing for the black macaw. Ah, that's got it. Uh, permit me to explain, senor. <laughs> the pipa, I mean the pipa. Your pipa very much attracts my attention. Oh, the pipe, eh? Uh, most rare, senor. Uh, Moorish, old chap. Picked it up on a jaunt to Spain. Remarkable decorations on it, huh? It is. Mm. I collect the things, you know. Uh, collect, senor? Uh, just a hobby. Always carry two or three with me. Um, you uh, might be interested in this one, for instance. Oh, senor. It's a Bavarian pipe, you know. Like the carvings? Exquisite, senor. But, but uh, bav Bavarian? Uh, German, that's near enough. Oh, German, ah. I dare say uh, you've seen plenty. Oh, no, no, senor. No? Oh, I thought perhaps this type of pipe would have been greatly favoured by German officers. Imagined you'd have seen plenty in here during the war and since. Uh, German officers, yes. Uh, Piper, 
No. Hmm. You, uh, still see one or two of these chappies here? Uh, no longer, senor. Oh. Why's that? Well, times have changed. Pity, you know. I do not follow, senor. It's like this. I was hoping I might bump into a former German Air Force pilot. I'm told he was a gay dog. Arrived in Rio around about 1945. A young senor, uh, very fair. Could be. If it is the one senor, he is no longer a client. Oh, bad luck. But uh, perhaps I may be able to assist the senor. Oh, I see. First, I must attend to the customer at the other end of the bar. Then we will speak together again. Uh, Do not uh, leave, senor. You can count on that, old chap. Well, Carson, seems like the black macaw and your blonde bird have been keeping company. Monsieur, please, your help. Do not distract me. My dear, the affair's scarcely started. Engage me in conversation, monsieur. With pleasure. Uh, draw up a stool. Act as if you have been waiting for me. I have. All my life. Please. As if you have been waiting for someone well known to you. Then uh, let's put it this way. I've been waiting so long I was getting a bear's head drinking horses' necks. This is no joke. I am being pursued by a man. Understandable. Please, monsieur, look out of the corner of your eye. Yes? Not at me, at the man. Oh. Oh, the Rio Dandy, eh? He follows me from the cabaret where I dance. So you're a dancer, huh? Oui, at El Rocco. Must look in there sometime. Monsieur, I beg of you. Only if you act as close friend will he go. Close friend? Pleasure. Come on, let's dance. We must introduce ourselves. Her name was Faye, and she was part French, part Italian, a dark and ravishing creature. I saw no reason why I could not include a little gallantry in my assignment, so we danced, and the grim background to Operation Death Ray was forgotten for the moment. But the grim part of the operation had begun just a week previously in London. On the Thames embankment, I had a rendezvous with Intelligence Major Alastair Eichen. Apart from the pigeons, we were alone. You don't like pigeons? I loathe them. But, old man, I understood that among your various quaint hobbies, you included bird watching. Not pigeons, I can... Strangely enough, I have a warm regard for them. But why, for heaven's sake? Remember that carrier that went AWL in the last war? Landed a vital message right in our laps. Mm, I have some faint recollection. But, I can. what's all this about? Well, Carson, if you'll be good enough to get that murderous-looking pipe out of my face... Hmm? <laughs> Murderous is the word. Picked it up on a jaunt to Afghanistan, you know. Now, steady. I don't want another lecture about your beloved pipes. Oh, actually, old chap, I was going to speak about weapons. Another of my loves, if you remember. I certainly do remember. But what I have to tell you is also about a weapon. Something really out of the ordinary. You don't say. Have you been reading the papers lately? Naturally. I mean, imaginatively. Looking for the story behind the printed story. Mm, can't say I have. But, uh, go on, what's all this about? You may have read a small paragraph about a former German Air Force steward returning home to his quiet and peaceful village. Mm, seems to ring a bell. He had some story about getting out of Europe by air just before World War II packed up and reaching South America. Oh, yes, a load of scientists on board or something. Struck me as just another fantastic yarn. We managed to have it presented that way. Oh, you mean there's something in it? A great deal to it. I'm all ears. It was an amphibious plane, loaded to the roof with extra petrol. As well as the crew, it carried some eight scientists, 
who'd been working more or less independently on a secret project. They had a hellish flight. Oh, I don't wonder. They made the coast of Brazil, but crashed in the jungle somewhere north of Rio. Two members of the crew, the pilot and the steward, survived. What about the scientists? Two were killed, leaving six to join the march south to Rio. They contacted friends there and learned that the war was over. The six scientists had been working under strict supervision, and so they jumped at the opportunity of scattering. We've no idea where they are now. I see. And nor has this steward. He was a pretty simple fellow and seemed to have very little contact with the scientists. However, with the pilot, it was a different matter. Ah. He took a chance and plunged into the high life of Rio. What did he do for cash? He had plenty. A great deal, apparently, because he married a very attractive Brazilian fashion model. Uh, and how attractive they can be, old chap. Yes, and how fickle, too. How's that? As soon as the money petered out, she left him. Ah. From what we could gather from this steward fellow, the pilot is more or less a destitute. In Rio? There or thereabouts. Anyway, Carson, you're probably starting to see where I'm heading. That pilot seems to be our only chance of tracking down those six scientists. And um, why track them down? We want the full dope on this secret project. From captured documents, we had suspicions, but we could never get anything concrete. So Carson packs his bags again. That's the general idea. You're the man for it, you know. As an executive of a meat-importing firm, there's plenty for you to do legitimately in South America. It's no easy assignment, Carson. It's almost certain that the agents of other powers will be on the job. Nothing very unusual about that. Yeah, perhaps not. But this time, the prize is unusually big. Precisely what? As far as we can make out, a death ray. A death ray? Hmm. Some weapon, all right. The mad dream of twisted minds for generations. Matter of fact, I could use one right now. Why? What do you mean? See that Thames rat poking its head through the drain? Oh, yes. Hey, what the blazes are you doing with that pipe? Watch. Ah, missed it. Great Scott, that pipe! Has a spring arrow concealed in the heavy false stem. A spring arrow? And you've been smoking the darn thing and pointing it into my face. You said yourself it was murderous. Murderous, all right. Oh, but what a crazy coot you are. Naturally. Otherwise, I wouldn't be jumping at this assignment. Lovely place, Rio. Lovely people. Lovely people, lovely women. I danced this fay around the tiny, dimly lit floor, forgetting for the moment that the wizened old bartender probably had the vital information I was after. Then suddenly the band stopped playing. There was a commotion around the bar. Who's your castle? Why is all this? That's what I'm going to find out. <gasps> Look, your castle? Yes, the bartender. He has collapsed, perhaps. Collapsed? With that knife in his back, he's dead. Indeed, senorita, the knife was thrown from the door. The murderer vanished into the night. So, there it was. I'd met a woman, soft, alluring, apparently a little scatterbrained. Meanwhile, my first worthwhile contact had met his end. The agents of other powers were on the job, all right. Operation Death Ray had begun with death. Death. 